0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Oh, What a Marvel. Today's a special one. We are going to be diving into the brand new MCU movie, Spider-Man No Way Home. And just so you guys know, I mean, if you've never watched this show, we go heavy into spoilers. We are not holding back here. So uh, if you don't want spoilers, turn it off now or go see the movie. Better yet, Yeah, go see the goddamn movie. What, why? Why are you here if you haven't seen it yet? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Dean, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I um, haven't seen this movie since Wednesday, and I'm still riding it, still been t- twisting it and turning it in my head this whole <laughs> time. Um, I've been eager to talk to people about it. And I can't complain, because I saw it earlier than most other people, so I'm so fucking sad that I can't speak to people about it. But it's a real problem, everyone. It's a real problem burden to carry having seen this movie i couldn't even look at my f- own family members in the eye but... <laughs> so yeah that's where i'm at how are you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm doing good too uh, i saw this uh friday morning and uh, i've been itching to itching to talk about it and uh, i wanted to first off before we get into like breaking down the movie and everything i wanted to just get your initial reactions when you came out of theater i know you posted a video but uh i just wanted to i want to hear what your thoughts were when you first came out?
1: Um, pretty excited. Or I do say excited. I was pretty emotional. Um, I was very satisfied. Like, there's not been that many of these movies where I've come away feeling like I got everything I needed yeah. out of it. Minus maybe, like, some small stuff that we'll get to probably later. Yeah. But, um, yeah, generally, like, like, even Endgame didn't didn't hit me as hard as this movie. Um, like, you know, and I was just invested in the MCU as, as everyone was, you know. But I, I maybe shed a tear at like one point in Endgame, but this whole movie, man, I was a mess the whole time. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I was very satisfied coming out emotionally and spiritually and movie audience lee you know it no not 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 that many complaints if i have to have complaints i'll find them and we will
0: oh yeah uh it's pretty much pretty much exactly uh how i felt coming out of this thing uh, i agree um about the end game thing i i was far more emotional uh with this movie and felt far more satisfied with this movie than i did with end game i still loved end game but uh it didn't hit me, yeah, like you said, quite the same way yeah. as this one. And and I'm sure that has to do a lot with, you know, the nostalgia factor. Yeah, this has got, like, but... a head start, you know,
1: Yeah. in, in terms of, like, the movies that are, are tied up in this. You know, whilst there haven't been as many and they haven't been, like, booming in the pop culture in the same way. But, you know, we, we've we been riding with, with Toby since we were, like, 10 years old, me and you. Yeah. yeah. So it's hard to compete with that and you know do you have you kind of have to take a step back as well and think like is that the only reason this movie is hitting me so hard and it's not yeah it's all of that stuff but there's so much more to it and it's all tied up in a really tidy little parcel um so yeah, yeah can't wait to unwrap it with you
0: all right so let's let's dive in uh (laughs) uh, i'm gonna try my best to uh to remember all of the events that happened because there's so much that happens in this movie Uh, Um, as i as i was like uh putting uh, my thoughts and notes down i was trying to go scene by scene as much as i could so uh if there's anything that you notice that i missed you just go ahead you jump in uh, for something that you want to bring up uh more than happy to to give give the mic
1: to. Yeah, you I'm that. sure your notes are great. Um you, I I've only seen have you seen the film more than once?
0: No, just the, just the one time. Okay.
1: Yeah, so. same here. Once and but no notes. So yeah. you still got the head start. I'm so planning yeah, to see it again, it. Uh,
0: hopefully uh tomorrow, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I want to try and get it in before Christmas again at least yeah. one more time. And I want to yeah. see Ghostbusters. I still haven't seen that. So oh yeah, I'm, man. I'm thinking That's I might great. like double bill this and ghostbusters at some point. Yeah, um,
0: definitely.
1: <laughs> I did. I, I did. Eternals I got pretty, I know Venom. this
0: isn't a ghostbusters review, but I got pretty emotional during that movie too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm wondering if it's done as well as the stuff in this movie. Cause I'm guessing it's like similar, like strings that they're pulling at. to.
0: Yeah, there is. I think, yeah. I think this movie did a better job in general. Um, but it, the Ghostbusters. It was still, it was still really good. Yeah, you know, I, I really, I really enjoyed that. But we are talking <sighs> here, Spider Man people, uh, and No Way Home picks up right after the events of Far From Home. Uh, right Myster- Dog. right after, Mysterio has outed Peter uh, as Spider Man, and most of the city seems to think he's a murderer. Uh, not everybody though, but a lot. And one of the things that I found weird was that he's still able to just kind of do stuff. You know, like he goes to school and stuff, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I know they did tech. They brought him in for questioning, but they never actually like arrested him. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I did find myself questioning like the um, like the legal <laughs> lines seem to like move a little bit early on in the portion of the movie. And I'd like to correct myself because I said this movie takes place right after. Um, thing it takes place like during it literally yeah. is the th- the last scene from that movie into this and we carry on we, we start with that and carry on yeah but um yeah like the line kept moving because at first it was like okay it's this life altering shit I literally I can't move I can't go out in public you know I can't go to the store I can't do any of this stuff
0: yeah And
1: I'm under investigation.
0: He's in that crowd crowd of people where uh, where he, like, grabs MJ. And, like, some random dude, like, jumps to try to grab him and shit. But, like, he can just go to school and no one's, like, trying to tackle him.
1: Yeah. And if you know anything about life, know Mm -hmm. that any savage shit that happens to you in the real world will happen just as bad, if not worse, to you in high school. Yeah. So... And high school kids are not going to be as respectful as these fuckers out on the street. Um Yeah, I found it a little bit weird. It didn't take me out of the movie. But no, I No, it, it was just something I did, as I was
0: thinking yeah. back about it. I was like, huh, that doesn't quite add up. But, you know, it, I can I can. I, it didn't obviously bother me at all as I was watching it, but it was something that I thought about after as i was kind of ruminating yeah the whole... and that this that
1: stuff kind of falls into the same category i don't know if you're going to bring any of this stuff up specifically but the whole like um college application process stuff yeah you know <laughs> is you know they're, they're playing fast and loose with that for dramatic effect as well which which is fine because it's not the you know this isn't a legal drama yeah um we we get some legal characters um we do about we do. that
0: um, yes, we will <laughs> uh we we learned that aunt may and happy have broken up yeah happy is so devastated uh at this yeah. whole thing uh, uh I, I don't
1: like I, this bit. i feel
0: so bad for him because like it comes off kind of pathetic and like you don't want to see happy like that
1: no i i feel like there's been a downward trajectory for happy in in the yeah. way he's been be, being portrayed in these movies like in into this one where he's just full like sobbing bumbling loser yeah and you know he's a guy we're all like that sometimes i get it but it felt unnecessary to me to i don't know just hit on that for for humor like why why they could have just been still seeing each other and it would have been fine um and it might have even increased the you know if you needed to the dramatic effect of events later on Yeah. But also, like in regards to like the legal stuff, like Happy's just flapping around like a fish out of water. He hasn't got a clue how to deal with any of this stuff. And we're just ignoring the fact that this dude had a hand in running the biggest company on the planet at one point. Like he's no he's no slouch.
0: Yeah. Like he's no (laughs)
1: slouch.
0: I don't know why they chose to go this route with him, but it it definitely does not line up with the happy that we met you know, in the in the Iron Man movies, for instance.
1: Do you think it was just because they, um, Marvel and Sony as a company didn't want to commit to Aunt May being in a relationship with anybody, Happy Hogan or otherwise, because you know what the fans will be like? You know, yeah. they'll come right into the, the defense of, you know, dearly departed Uncle Ben and demand that Aunt May be celibate for the rest of her days. And, and obviously yeah. it's, a, and it's a Tony Stark tie, but we erased the ties at the end anyway, spoiler alert. So it, yeah. it felt like an unnecessary step in the narrative where we, you know, we've got so much to get going on and so much to get to, but again, yeah. it didn't take me out of the movie.
0: Yeah. it like, yeah, I agree. It did feel unnecessary. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have bothered me if they didn't even mention the fact that they date, were dating or not. I would I wouldn't have cared. Yeah, One like it another.
1: happened. Like, yeah, just saying so like it. They had a and fling it,
0: and they were both fine with it, but they decided to make him super attached and, yeah. and she not. So, yeah.
1: yeah. And it, I think they it, hit it, on it that joke bad. as well in the last movie. I think yeah. they already put the, set the seeds for it. So, you know, it's yeah. consistent, yeah. but I don't know.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Peter has some hard times, uh, you know, uh, adjusting to all this. Uh, he gets a, a visit from a, a few different individuals uh before all the shit breaks down we get damage control they come back uh, we yeah. saw them in uh what the first the first one i think they were in um yeah because yeah, that's the one the vulture uh so they show up which i thought was really cool uh, i kind of want a damage control show it was something that they had talked about a long time ago it,
1: i believe it was in development and it was getting pretty close and then i'm assuming what happened is that marvel or sony were just like no we want to use that in the movies you can't do that in the show yeah which which sucks because it's not like a massive part of this movie and i love the idea of like a superhero like cleanup crew and that kind of thing i've always been a big advocate for the idea of like a legal drama set around you know like solving like or like the destruction and all of that kind of stuff in the in the Marvel universe, I think that'd be hilarious. So I'd love like, that stuff, but they're like barely the, in there.
0: A show about insurance adjusters, I exactly <laughs> that. Yeah,
1: like insurance, like The Office for an insurance company in yeah. the MCU and the yeah. mental stuff that goes on. Yeah, I, I digress.
0: That, I mean, DC sort of did something similar to that with that. Power, I don't know if you watched it. It was called Powerless.
1: Yeah, that didn't. Yeah. I didn't see it. I yeah. I gather it didn't take off.
0: No, it only did one season, but uh, it was kind of that sort of thing with like normal powered pe- like normal people in this super powered world and all and all this stuff kind of dealing with it. So yeah. uh yeah, I I've I I, I still hope that they go through with the damage control show. It would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh but we do we get, get pl- oh go ahead.
1: <laughs> we I was gonna say we do get plenty of like real world superhero stuff with Peter and everyone in this movie. Like yeah. it's it's so crazy i said this in my um, reaction on twitter the it's just like uh, a a movie this big has no business being this intimate yeah and uh, and and hitting both like the the highest points of like a, what a spider-man story can do and like yeah. the the most grounded gnarliest points of what a spider-man story can do so oh, that's yeah. how we get back on track
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, and we get a visit from another uh, person. Now, this had gotten spoiled uh, by a certain uh, big, somewhat bigger YouTuber uh, out there. Um, I've yeah, never including... heard of
1: John Cambier.
0: <laughs> yeah, the actual <laughs> image of this had gotten spoiled. I was really, part of me was hoping that it was fake. Uh, but then also part of me really wanted it to be true. And it winds up being true. We get uh, Charlie Cox's Matt Murdoch coming in to help peter with some you know legal yeah. issues here we only get him for this one scene which i was bummed about i was hoping we'd get a little bit more Some i understand it's you're kind of introducing him back into this world
1: yeah but i was it bummed was it was enough. just
0: that one you know uh, I, I was hoping to see him again even maybe even just like at the end he runs into him later on you know just yeah you know, on the street or something but
1: a um, little bit i had yeah. avoided the actual spoiler for that like Obviously, we'd all speculated that he might be in it, and there was a lot of a lot of people saying that that one shot in the trailer of like the guy in the um the interrogation room, like putting his arms down on the desk, yeah. was going to be Matt Murdoch. <laughs> so I was expecting him to show up in that scene, and then it didn't happen, and I was just like, oh, okay, that's fine, move on. Like I, I wasn't going to get hung up on that expectation. And then it's literally the next scene where we're, yeah. we're back at the place and we're, we're sitting there, and we get an unofficial reunion of um matt murdoch and foggy nelson because we got yeah. john favreau and charlie wow. cox in the yeah, scene which right. nobody's talking about i totally I forgot really... dude
0: it's been so long since i've seen the the original daredevil yeah i totally man. forgot about that <laughs> that's awesome
1: favreau was so great as um foggy nelson yeah, i loved was, him yeah. um in that realm yeah so this that scene The scene was touch. really
0: cool because like somebody chucks Oh, I don't know if it was a brick. I don't know exactly what it was. I don't remember what was thrown through.
1: I, I think it's like a brick with a note or yeah. something
0: on it. And he just Matt merch catches it, and you can see Peter about to catch it too, and they kind of share this look, like, "Okay, I see you." Yeah, which I thought was awesome. I, I thought that was really cool. Which which yeah. makes us know, you know, he's got his powers and everything. Like he, you know, yeah, he, 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 he is. Ready to go.
1: Yeah, I mean, they turned up the red on those those glasses. Like they they made sure that you know that this isn't just like a re like pre origin Matt Murdock or something like that. This is he 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 he's rolling. Yeah, he's absolutely oh, yeah. rolling. No, um, I don't I, know what
0: uh, he was doing during all this time when you know, all these uh, you know villains are destroying you know New York City, but he's there at yeah,
1: least. <laughs> that's not his stuff. I mean, that's true. And that is true. We. We don't know, and this is something that they could explore down the line. But we don't know that the characters that we see in this movie are the only characters that come over during, you know, the the um the failed spell.
0: Yeah, so I've got. Could, oh yeah, I got some things to say about that. <laughs> so they could,
1: if they wanted to, down the line, you know, Matt Murdock was busy fighting fucking Mysterio or something like. You know, they yeah. probably won't do it something that overt, but you know they could, and yeah. it's completely on the line. Like we we're seeing um spoiler alert for the, the the last episode of Hawkeye, but you know Fisky's back in town. Yeah, so that's two characters and um, we've got on the books there. I, I'm interested to know if any of the supporting cast will survive, like because you know if Matt Murdock's operating as a lawyer there's a murdoch and nelson or nelson and murdoch um excuse me oh man i'll take (laughs) away my comic book cred for that one that was bad
0: avocados at law
1: (laughs) avocados at law um so yeah do we get um eden henson and deborah Ann wall and and that little hole pocket or are we just gonna i mean we'll find out it's because
0: they they were fantastic And, yeah, uh, I'm down I, with I have a I have a feeling he. Uh, I have a feeling Matt Merck's going to pop up in the She-Hulk show.
1: Yeah, that since seems they're, like, since they're like, both
0: lawyers and, and it's everything. a
1: no-brainer. It's yeah. a no-brainer, and She-Hulk might even tap into that superhero legal stuff that I was talking about earlier yeah. as well. I'm really excited to see how they put off um She-Hulk and yeah, yeah with this the the possibilities horrendous oh, and yeah, i yeah. didn't mind that this was the only scene of matt we got like uh, yeah. it was it was satisfying enough just to it to was like such a confirmation that he's he's not just because they could have just had him there as just a random you know it's just a, an unnamed lawyer yeah. and just had it as be like a wink to the fans but they went an extra mile all in he's already daredevil it, 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 you know watch this space yeah so, like
0: me. Yeah, like I was like I knew it was coming. I didn't know exactly when, but I knew it was coming. And I was still like I still was like cheering when he like, showed up on screen. Like it, it didn't matter that yeah. like I already knew. Oh, uh, I lost I, I my shit. Yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. Um so we learned that uh Peter, MJ and Ned all get denied from from college. Uh we talked a little bit about that. I know you, you seemed like you had some some more to say about that, so uh
1: Yay. That was- I don't, I don't really have that much to say about it. And I, again, I don't know the process for how your college applications work any more than anyone else. So, you know, it, it just seemed a little bit strenuous to me that, bearing in mind, you know, we kind of tiptoe the line of like, uh, is he being accused of crimes? Is he being like charged? Are they trying to press charge? You know, yeah, we don't get the full um, picture on that. So then, by that um, definition, do would the would that stuff really come into account? Because like they're still following him, following him around with like the you know like the media and the like the security measures are still happening like outside the college and the, or the school and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. And you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity. These colleges, you want you want to have spider-man at your college right spider-man the the avenger comes to our college yeah like we're gonna raise those tuition fees by 15 (laughs) percent you know i i don't know i I, again it's not something that took me out of the movie it's just if you're going to look for stuff to pick apart which people will and you know there's no point in talking about this Uh, you're gonna have to because we can't just gush all over ourselves and the movie for an hour two hours i mean we can but everyone can and everyone will you know so just to provide a little bit of color there i just found it you know slightly weird but they, they make so many right decisions and so many logical you know things that that just fall into place that all make the um the larger plot make sense as we get further into the into the story yeah um that stuff is the, the stuff that they really needed to nail and they and they do so it's That's fine right,
0: yeah. uh we also learn uh that mj's full name is michelle jones watson so we finally get yeah. that mary jane connection uh, this is rustling feathers oh yeah
1: because I remember when it was first announced, we had Zend- Zend- Zendaya. Zendaya. Um, uh, yeah,
0: one of those, I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> there was a lot of people like, yeah, 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 but she's not the real MJ. That's coming. Like, that's that's a different character. This is a new original character. And now people are like, what do you mean? She's not fucking MJ. Like, like people yeah. have really warmed, to, which I think, you know, does speak to toxic fandom, but it also does speak to how... Um, this character is warmed and developed and changed in the minds and the hearts of the people um and she's so good in this movie she's she so good yeah. i never really saw the big deal i didn't watch um euphoria or yeah, I, didn't she, either. I didn't i don't know did she did she, was she, she was... A, Singer so did something she have a pop on, like, career or something. I
0: think she was on like the Disney Channel or something. Right. I, yeah, and, and I she's have no singer, concept yeah.
1: of any of that stuff. And I mm-hmm. didn't I didn't not like her in the other mm-hmm. movies. I just didn't see like the big pop that everyone was seeing. And in this movie, I think
0: ooh, everybody was better in this movie than in any yeah. of the others that they did.
1: Yeah. I would argue that everyone in this movie is doing their absolute best <laughs> performance. You know, other than like Willem Dafoe and Melina, who have like you know been nominated for Oscars and stuff, but everyone is doing their absolute A game, dialed up to eleven, intense. And I wasn't the biggest fan of Tom Holland or Spider Man either, but this film just brings me all the way around, yeah, so hard, yeah. Um, but what scene was we be on? We digress.
0: Uh, well, the next one up, uh, Peter decides he's gonna go visit Doctor Strange
1: yeah yeah that's before right. trying to call the college as we
0: as Doctor yeah. strange points out later um, <laughs> which i think is hilarious <laughs> he goes instantly they're like let's get some magic in this bitch yeah. yeah and that's like just
1: like his white superhero privilege like he's just all of a sudden got this like grandiose notion of like saving everything and it's like you could have just called them like a normal person dude Come on,
0: yeah <laughs> uh but, so yeah, we, he
1: gets the strange
0: Yeah, we get over to the uh, Sanctum Santorum and uh, we find out that Wong is now the the Sorcerer Supreme because Doctor Strange was gone for five years during the blip, which I thought was really cool because I hadn't thought about what would happen with him being gone. That honestly never crossed my mind over the last like two years since, uh, uh, well, three years since uh, Infinity War. Um, But that also means that Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. In Shang-Chi, because that happens after. Yeah, and he's just
1: off, like, just having, like, gladiator battles in underground fight clubs and just having fun, like, just flexing, which is not the most responsible thing a Sorcerer Supreme could be doing. But also, you know, it's not as as bad as what Doctor Strange is doing, which is also ignoring the Sorcerer Supreme and just doing memory, you know, memory spells anyway. Yeah.
0: so i find it funny because in the scene uh wong talks about how you know he's got other things he's got to take care of you know and it's like what are you going to another like fight club or something because like it seems like that's the kind of stuff he's doing instead of like being there and taking care of things he's off fighting uh, a freaking abomination uh, halfway acro- across the globe
1: i think he's friends with awesome. abomination yeah so like it's- Emil Blonsky's just hanging out on the weekends with the Sorcerer Supreme now. Yeah, like that's man. That's the status quo that we're at in the Marvel universe, which is yeah. incredible to me. Yeah. nobody's questioning it. Yeah, Emil Blonsky's that. friends with the Sorcerer Supreme. They're just having a beer and having fights.
0: Yeah, it, it kind of so almost good. makes me wonder if uh, if we'll see Wong at all in in She Hulk because we already know Abomination's supposed to be in that show. So yeah. I mean, if they're if they're that buddy buddy, hey. Maybe he'll pop in for for a cameo. One, or two one
1: or could be alibi. Yeah, like he he wasn't smashing up Harlem. He was with me in this portal, you know, in, in Beijing. It's yeah. fine.
0: I think that could be uh could be interesting. There's a lot of like you said before. There's a lot of uh, opportunities for uh for things to happen now, uh in this in this whole MCU that we got going on. Uh, so uh, Peter asks Doctor Strange to cast a spell. To uh, make people forget that he is Spider-Man, uh, but Peter just messes. We see it in the trailer. He just keeps talking and adding things and trying, trying to get yeah. him to change the spell over and over again.
1: And I and- hated that in the trailer. I thought that was a really lame impetus for like this whole <laughs> grand plot that they wanted to do. And in the movie, this bit goes even harder than in the trailer. <laughs> like he's adding like six different stipulations to this thing as it's going on and it
0: definitely fit the character though because that's this version of peter parker that's he's kind of neurotic like that and yeah no and i
1: get it because i can i can be like that and it completely makes sense it just you know it was just weird to me from the trailer that they were going to use just like a neurotic like word bumble be like the catalyst for such a ridiculous thing that we know obviously is going to happen but yeah no it's a completely human thing, and it completely makes sense and this whole movie is about him being a neurotic teenager or just a normal teenager and and yeah. learning and having to learn a lot of you know lessons both just in life and also you know those classic like spider man lessons that you know a lot of people have had the complaint that you know we haven't seen Holland earn those stripes yet and yeah, they, they are do- he gets all the strikes in this.
0: All oh, the yeah.
1: strikes. Oh, yeah.
0: So uh the spell becomes unstable and uh Doctor Strange has to like shut it down. He locks it in this like crystalline barrier and puts it in a box. And this crystal thing, I mean you watched what if? It was seen it was very reminiscent to the the to the episode with Dark Doctor Strange where he like destroys his universe and then he traps the entire thing inside of a crystal that's yeah. what it made that's what it made me think of so like yeah he, it's the same type of thing and i don't I don't know if they were going for that
1: well um, as we see from like the second credit scene it yeah. seems very much like that that's that's what they're going to be yeah. leaning into
0: yeah so like it made me wonder if if it kind of all of that like this that part like that whole aspect with the crystal the what if episode and then what we saw in the, in the end credit just kind of all ties together, you know? So I don't know. I, I mean, I'm excited to see where it all goes. Uh, but uh, Dr. Strange learns uh, that what – he learns this, that he's getting uh, some friends out of college. This is the whole reason. Uh, Peter <laughs> – Peter's being stupid, obviously, because Dr. Strange didn't seem to question why he wanted – like, obviously, he wants to fix – what happened? But he he's, he's, he doesn't dive any deeper. He's just like, "Oh, you want me to cast a spell? Okay." He doesn't. There's no follow up questions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if he had at least had some follow up questions, he could have found out that it's because he wants to get his friends into college. Yeah. Uh, no. It's
1: definitely yeah. Strange flipped it back on Parker, but it's definitely on Strange. Like, you 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 can't blame him for asking you to do the thing when you've agreed to do it without asking any of those questions. And, I, yeah, no, Strange is definitely, I don't yeah. know, some people complaining that, like, inconsistency yeah. of the character of Doctor Strange, and I can kind of see the point of how he's, like, almost seems like a completely different personality type in each movie that we've seen him in at this point. And I
0: mean, he's gone through a lot recently. Yeah, uh, he has been that. through a lot.
1: So if Parker's only human and is allowed to fumble the spell, then I suppose Strange is allowed to be human
0: and i think part have, of him i think part of it is he's almost like rebelling cuz he's not the sorcerer supreme anymore and he probably doesn't like that he's yeah. not the top dog yeah that's so childish like, well, and petty yeah. and that is and so Dr strange yeah totally yeah, yeah. and i i, I that, that's the way i read yeah. it, the, you know all of this stuff that's going on is just just because he's this like magical da- guy now doesn't mean he's different you know it doesn't mean he's yeah. not this arrogant dick you know, so he still has yeah. all of that going
1: on. No, the way you break it down, that that, that tracks for me now. So yeah. I can get I can get on board with that. Fuck Doctor <laughs> Strange, it's his fault.
0: Yeah, uh, and I'll, I'll have some stuff to say about that later too. Uh, oh, so geez. Peter Peter uh, gives uh, Flash Thompson a call, uh, who's now sporting that the comic book blonde hair.
1: Oh, I love that they don't even address this, nope. and it just so right for the character he's just rocking it and just that's it move on it looks horrible we all know yeah. it looks horrible we nobody is even like just look twice at it like they just accepted it yeah. and we have to as well yeah I, I was that. like
0: oh uh that's not that's a choice <laughs> but at least he's blonde i guess uh uh so peter asked if he's got like uh, the, if he can get in touch with the uh, assistant vice chancellor uh, from MIT, which is where uh, they got rejected from. And he tells Peter that she's on the way to the airport. And so he rushes after her. Uh, and this is where we get some interesting stuff on the bridge. Uh, we get, a, we got a lot of the bridge scene in the trailers in the like yeah. three different trailers. We got most, I feel like other than the stuff with her, I feel like we got most of that bridge scene in those trailers. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, basically. Like, I knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, And that's fine. It's not, like, the most pivotal action scene in the movie. And to be honest, this is, like, the only scene that you can show from the movie as far as the action stuff goes. Yeah. Like, you couldn't really show any of the other stuff. I mean, unless you had, like... I'm surprised they didn't use any of that stuff with um, Sandman and Electro from early on. When we get to that, um, but other than but they're not really your, your heavy hitters, and they're def- they're definitely not as far as this movie goes plot wise. We'll get to that. Yeah. So yeah, this is the only action scene you can show from that movie. Obviously, they leave out all the stuff with the um the college lady and yeah. and and that stuff because you know that's kind of tied into the plot. You. So, yeah i could i could have done without seeing any of it but you know it is what it is the internet is the yeah. modern day and you know I, I accept that we're gonna be aware of this stuff so i knew that i knew when a lot of this stuff was coming and when it was going to happen but there's still they do some stuff that happens way off when i thought it was going to happen later on So yeah, yeah. out.
0: most of the trailers and stuff were from like the first act of the movie yeah. That's what we, most of, not all of it, but a lot of it was that. Um, this scene, I thought Doc Ock was actually pretty badass in this scene. Uh, they they really they really used the CG um, for those tentacles really well. I thought I thought it yeah. really looked great. Uh, it's when, so good. Yeah. When he takes the nanobots, I thought it was cool. I mean, we do see that in the trailers too, but even just seeing it again in in the movie, I thought it was pretty awesome. Uh, the way he just kind of siphons off a big. Portion of the nanobots was cool.
1: Yeah, Um, it was a bit of a logical leap, like to assume that that would just work, and that he would know how to do that. And I don't think it would work.
0: It's I don't think it's him at all. I'll be honest, because like they kind of talk about how later on how the chip is fried and these things have taken over.
1: So they're just they're just technology trying to like sync
0: up with other technology. I think it's the AI in these tentacles that are just that that did that. I think that's what it was.
1: But we get some of, like... And I didn't think we would get this stuff. But we get mm-hmm. so many, like, classic, like, Doc Ops, Spider-Man, like, comic book moments. You know, not, like, specific moments, but just the general, like, tone and feel of it. How, like, like the, the action and the combat and stuff. And and when he does hack into the suit and he's controlled the arms and he's making yeah. him tie himself up. And just, like, the the banter and the dialogue. Like, they find a way to... You know, it's not just like, who are you? Where do you come from? Kind of thing. Like they still manage to get those like core beats of like what the relationship between those characters is, even though they're from completely different universes and they've never met before. And that's what I really loved about this scene. It just felt like a classic, you know, this action scene could have just been out of Spider-Man Two. It could have been out of the comics and it just, just felt, great and impactful and
0: yeah and i work, thought the right i run. thought the writing was re- done really well it, i mean not just this scene but throughout throughout the whole movie cuz like with everything they did in this movie it could have gotten so incredibly convoluted and and just off the wall and and campy but it i don't think it ever really got to that point
1: no the all around the t- the mixing of the tones between you know characters from this universe and and the other universes and how it all you know they blend it in such a good way that yeah you just can't i, I just didn't think that would do it i thought yeah. you know i thought it was going to be jarring you know <laughs> with these characters from you know 20 years ago and interacting with characters from now and you know those actors still doing the same performance and making the character track through that through that movie and through this yeah and Molina's just, you know, he's the he's the poster boy for that in this movie. Like oh, yeah. he does he does it so well. Yeah, he's
0: fantastic. like he's
1: still like he's coming fresh off the rage of like his machine that he you know had up and running for the second time and now um Toby's just fucked it. Yeah. Like he he is still like living in that moment, and I was totally like he he brought me emotionally into that moment and even though I haven't watched the movie again recently <laughs> like it was just all all the um context and the motive was just so fresh and, and just right there you know yeah
0: yeah absolutely uh and then we get green goblin comes in we get the you know the the and, yeah And the 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 pumpkin bomb and everything uh and melina knows exactly who or doc octopus should say knows exactly who it is too. Oh, I and love he, that. Yeah. And he can't and he can't believe it because in in his world, Norman Osborn is dead.
1: That didn't even occur to me. All yeah. of this stuff of like, you know, because we get no mention of <laughs> Osborn really from Doc Ock, at least, in Spider-Man 2. And obviously there's no mention of like Defoe. Like, oh, well, you know, I know a guy called o- Octavius or whatever. There's none of that. Yeah. And just with a few lines, they just flesh out these like background relationships that these characters would have had because of the their positions as scientists and everything. So good. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh so there, you know, they have a, a bit of a battle going on him and Doc Ox. She uh, he saves the vice chancellor. Um this is all before the 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 goblin stuff comes in. Um and then she recommends that they all get a second chance. So like, I like that they kind of opened that door showed that people can can change their minds about him. You know, I I I like that a bit. Yeah. Um, and then we wind up uh learning that a bunch more villains have entered this universe. Uh and Doctor Strange he has a he has an idea to trap them all.
1: Yeah. Just real quick, the idea that Doctor Strange had an entire battle with the lizard that we don't see in the movie. Like, can we make that like a short film or something? Because just this high and mighty obnoxious Superhero magic guy having to go in the sewers and wrestle yeah. with a fucking lizard—it <laughs> just really tickles my oh, yeah my need. But move on, go on. Yeah,
0: I, I, I I'll be honest. I was a little bit, just a little bit bummed that we didn't get to see that, but it didn't, it didn't really matter that much. But I was like, man, I, I, I would love. One of those one shot shorts that they used to do, just getting to see uh, a little bit of that.
1: He's got the cuts on his face. Yep, like yep. he got in there with this thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they, they go around, they gather up. Uh, they got Doc Ock, Electro, Lizard, and the Sandman uh, at this point, uh, and, and a tree as well, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious.
1: Yeah, the tree gag was funny. Who is it? He <laughs> like, is that like a, a magical tree villain? Yeah is a man like, nah. who turns
0: into a tree. No, it's just a tree man. It's just a tree. And they're not wrong for thinking that because as
1: we discussed like as they say over and over again in the movie it's like, "Oh, you come from electric Hills, you, fell in a hadron collider, you know. Like we really need to stop falling into shit, you know." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was good stuff. <laughs> uh so then we get a scene uh in an alley with Norman and he's fighting against the goblin, the internal uh struggle. Oof. Uh, with the goblin, uh, and then he winds up taking off, he takes the mask and he just smashes it. Kylo Ren, but there's st- yeah, but yeah, definitely. But there, you still hear like the goblin laugh after, so like he's not gone, you know what I mean? You can tell, you know, he's, Goblin's he's never gone, no, he's just holding him at bay, goblin, uh, but not forgotten. There it is. <laughs> uh, then he, uh, the Norman seeks out spite, he's looking for Spider Man, um, and he sees. I think he sees like a like something about Spider Man on on the, the the Feast Building or whatever where Aunt May works, and uh, he finds Aunt May. Yeah, and uh, they start talking, and then it she does. calls she calls Peter and gets him there. And Defoe, man, he puts on a, such a damn good performance in this movie. It's I, it's incredible it's so how good, good
1: he is. I believe him, like, and I know that he's like not lying because it, you know he's a split <clears> personality <throat> and stuff. Yeah. But, like, I believe that, like, shit, maybe they can fix him. Maybe this – and we all know that's not the avenue this movie's going to go down. We know he's going to be a bad mo- – and, and we're going to we're gonna have to take him out. But in those moments, I was like, oh, man, what if we really could, like – and it just brings you back to, like, those actual, like, connections that we did have between Pete, um, Toby and – and and Norman, like you could see yeah. that there was a love there, and with Melina more so inspired. And it just really yeah. oh, this the performances just really took you back with to all of that stuff without them having to like remind you of all of that stuff with like really bad exposition of like, oh hey, remember yeah. that time when we you know? And it's just it's in the character in the actors' faces, it's yeah. beautiful.
0: Yeah, uh yeah, he, he's so good in this scene. It's incredible. I mean, he's good throughout, like I said, but this yeah. scene specifically, it like you said, it just may, makes you believe. Um, and we learned that in this universe, in the MCU universe, Oscorp does not exist.
1: Nail in the coffin for a couple of things here. This yeah. is an interesting point because one that means Noah Osborne did not buy the um, the Stark building in New York. Also, do you think do you think that this confirms that Spidey moving forward won't be really in, in the MCU because they 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 can't do MCU Goblin now because they've already said that he doesn't exist and it's not like he can just be born tomorrow and be like a thirty year old Norman Osborne. So. This pretty much just puts the nail in the coffin of Norman Osborn in the, ever in the
0: MCU. I mean, I don't know. With uh, with everything they're doing with the multiverse, we may get some variant version of him come over and then maybe wind up staying in this. Yeah. You know? I it, mean, it's it, a
1: stretch, but maybe.
0: I mean, that's kind of, I mean, this is off topic, but that's what I think is going to happen with Black Panther. I think we're going to get a variant version. They're going to recast. And that way it's not the MCU version. Yeah. It's a variant. So it can be somebody different.
1: I also think that there's other reasons for why they might be doing that with Black Panther that we will not get into. Yes. But yeah, I think they're, I think they're now in the process of doing like a, what, like a third or fourth rewrite of Black Panther two. Only now they're like, what they were like 70% finish shooting from what yes. i understand
0: something like that yeah and
1: now they're possibly having to rewrite the entire movie we'll talk about that another time <laughs> because that's
0: juicy oh yeah that'll be uh that'll be interesting uh to say the least um so after peter brings norman uh, over to strange uh strange he doesn't he doesn't share the same ideal that peter does peter wants to try and cure everybody Strange is like that's essentially like that's too much work. I got this magic box here. I'll just press this button. Bam. Everything will go back to the way it was.
1: Yeah, I love how this stuff ties into like l- learning the basic like moral lessons of Spider-Man. But also if you want to be nitpicky, and again, uh, I, don't, I don't want to say that I completely believe it or think the way that Strange does. I'd like to think that I do as a person more lean to Parker's <laughs> side of This debate on what to do with these guys, however, they died like that's already happened, depending on what point you're looking at their universe from. That has already happened, and as we meet the older Spider Man later on in the movie, so they already live past that point of when those movies happen. So to them. So to to the old man Toby Maguire that we see in the movie, for example, Norman Osborne died like twenty years ago.
0: Same with same with Dark
1: So and the same with Dark Ark. So then it kind of defuncts Tom Holland's argument a little bit of then, well, no, we need to say this. Like, well, no, dude, that's your, like you're you're not just trying yeah. to like save these people now. Like this is history just from a different universe but obviously because they've come over from that point before the time that they're a you know before they're killed he he still sees it as like that the only thing that matters is that they're alive and they need to be saved so again i can nitpick but it just brings me right back to like you can justify this with just spider-man Peter Parker, logic, you know, dating back to the sixties. Yeah, so, I mean,
0: I, I feel like it fits the character because it's it's Peter being that eternal optimist. You know, he yeah. always is trying to help.
1: Yeah, but um, these dudes already died. It's my point. I, I, I get he's that he's messing with stuff like way over his head, and it so makes I can me see the stranger at point.
0: It makes me wonder because, like, they're cured before. Like, some of them were never cured. Some of them died, mm-hmm. and the thing is, not all of them even died uh like right. strange ma- strange says they're all fated to die fighting spider-man but yeah. sandman and lizard don't die
1: yeah which makes at least not that... in
0: in the movies they don't die yeah.
1: you know so it's possible they died later on but... presumably at some point those characters <laughs> fight again so toby Maguire maybe fought sandman again at another point because they leave on pretty good terms in spider-man 3 yeah. and they still seem to be at odds in this one so maybe there's been more animosity there maybe the lizard broke out and garfield had to put him back in prison a couple of times yeah maybe until one time the lizard died um but it, it also to think makes about.
0: me wonder with them all being cured at the end
1: do they just get sent back and die anyway even though they're already cured or,
0: or does it create timeline variants
1: It must do. I would assume it would create it would create a branch timeline, so that the timeline where they died would um would not happen, but there would be a branch timeline where they um or they're cured, where they're cured. So then that would be an earlier branch because it would be like because that would change them from the point of. I don't know how it works. Does it, does it stop them from ever getting their powers or their accident in a timeline? So now there's just a branch where Max doesn't fall into the Eels and he just carries on living that life. Maybe. Or, or is it a, now a branch timeline of Max has been Electro, he's been through the Eels, he's been into this movie, and now he's cured and then sent back and can just carry on living in he in his timeline with that experience. so the way
0: i would look at it at least okay so we'll take max for instance if he goes back to his timeline he's no longer blue and putting off electric he's just a guy so like yeah. he was in the middle of a fight with spider-man when he disappears yeah so then he shows back up and he's just, like... just gets fried and dies <laughs> either that or maybe spider-man's like whoa what the what the fuck and maybe he stops yeah. it's it saves him and then who knows and then we read this whole, like you said, time, or like I said, timeline. But then if that's what happened, then, then you would have the older
1: version of like <laughs> that Spider-Man. They'd be like, "Hey, I was fighting you that one time, and you just disappeared. <laughs> what happened?"
0: Not if, I, not that, if. I know uh, that's
1: not how they do it in the MCU. Well, but... Not
0: if, not if Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is from like that main timeline of that universe. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. That makes sense. So, like, he still would, like, in that timeline, they all still die no matter what. Yeah. But, like, what it, it seems like what might be happening is there is is Tom Holland's Spider-Man has now created yeah. a new timeline for these characters to live, theoretically. You know what yeah, I mean? he's
1: creating a new timeline for them, because no matter what he does, there will always be timelines where they don't. Yeah and he can't stop those from happening. Yeah. But yeah, he's creating new time. And it, this is not how he's thinking of the choices that he's making because you know, that's not how that's not Parker how he works and that's not the you know, we're not going to do that in the movie where he's going to stop and break that down internally. Yeah. But it's some interesting implications, you know, both to this movie and the MCU moving forward and also to those movies and what we could, you know, we there is juice to be had from all of these potentialities, you know, is Amazing Spider-Man 3 gonna happen? Probably not. But you know, there there's some there is definitely some fun to to be had, I think, because of these questions.
0: I'll have some theories for that later on. (laughs) Uh so Peter uh he steals the box and takes off because he doesn't want Strange to reset this spell. Uh, yeah. and, and Strange goes after him. We get some cool scenes with them where uh, you know they're outside. And he and uh, Strange grabs him and like pops his soul out, which I thought was cool. But then fucking Spider mans still able to like his body's able to do stuff. That's what the
1: uh, fuck? one of my favorite moments of this movie. Oh, for, for a start, Doctor Strange on paper should have no problem taking out Spider Man any day of the week. <laughs> but for some reason you just can't get your hands on this slippery little fucker. <laughs> and to the point where he pops him out, he pops the soul out of his body. But of course, spider sense is just pure instinct, right? It doesn't yeah. use the mind. It bypasses that completely. And they, they don't even address this. It's just a yeah. thing that happens and they yeah. play it for fun, but it's just, <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, because like I've seen P i have seen I saw people on like Twitter being like, I don't understand how he could do that. And I'm like, then you don't the understand spider Spider-Man very well.
1: That's, that's how it works. It's pure yeah. instinct. There's no um, conscious thought or cognitive, you know, thought process put into that. It just happens.
0: Yeah.
1: And you know, and it's a little different to. We get another portrayal of the um, the tingle yeah. or the spider. I wish. I really wish they didn't call it the tingle. I hated that when they introduced it. Yeah. It's just it's my sense just just my sense or to call it the parker sense or the peter sense just or spider sense just whatever just, yeah I, I don't know why they need to do that yeah. but yeah we get a cool um thing with that later on as well with the goblin but yeah i
0: digress yeah uh so uh then they wind up in the mirror dimension because dr Strange's like fuck this noise we're playing on my turf now and there's some like I the, these are the types of scenes that I loved from like the original Doctor Strange and everything.
1: Yeah, uh, this stuff was cool.
0: Yeah, we get like the scene where he like wraps the train around him, which I thought was really fun. Like you get a bit of that uh, in the in the trailer, but like you get a lot more of it here, which I thought was really cool. Um, they do a lot of fucking cool shit in here, but Peter gets the better of him. And Again, tra- yeah. yeah. And traps him in this dimension and takes his fucking sling ring.
1: Like, he might as well have just pulled his fucking pants down right there in the mirror dimension. Like, he's just strung up. Like, I'm going to (laughs) use maths to to somehow leave you here. Yeah. Um,
0: That was so cool. Terrible. He's just, like, doing calculations in his head and all this, just, like, kind of wraps we, him up there.
1: We get those shots with mm-hmm. Spider-Man with the cape on. He's got the um, yes. interacting with the cape, which is another homage to um, What If? Like, yeah. they they got to be aware of that. Um, oh, yeah. So they're definitely, like, subconsciously training us to associate now the, the animated show with the live-action stuff, and they're just getting that stuff programmed in our brains ready for when, I think, We'll see more over, and and again, with the Doctor Strange thing at the end. We're going to get more
0: of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, gives the box and the ring to MJ and Ned. Ned wears the ring, which we get some use out of later on, which is cool. Uh, real quick, back about Doctor Strange, uh, something I have in my notes. He's in this way less than I expected. See, I've like
1: have he,
0: He's in, he, this is where he's in. And then we get a whole giant chunk of movie where he's gone because he's locked in this mirror dimension and then he comes back at the end. I, I just I assume yeah. he would be in the movie throughout the whole thing. I didn't think he was going to disappear throughout a big part of it. Yeah. So uh, I was I, it just it, it didn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad thing or anything, but I was surprised that he was gone for as long as he was.
1: One of my main gripes with this movie, and it's not a gripe really, but if again, if we're looking for things that we don't like as much, <laughs> is the whole Ned making portals plot. I'm not. I, I feel like that we just felt a little bit out of nowhere and a little bit unnecessary. But then at the same time, I kept thinking, how you can't do some of the later moments in the movie without you need that device in there. So I get it. But going off what you're saying, like I wouldn't have minded Doctor Strange throughout this whole movie. Yeah. But I get that they made a conscious decision of like we're not going to have him in the whole movie because we're already getting the heat of the Iron Man Junior stuff. Yeah. Um and and I do appreciate that we did didn't have Strange in there, but he could have served quite easily as a narrative device. Um, because it like I say the Ned stuff wasn't my favourite. And I get that it's in there to like lighten it up as well as like move the plot forward.
0: And it gives Ned uh, something to do because I feel like a lot of times yeah. he doesn't have a... Like in the second movie, he had a girlfriend. That was kind of like his plot. You know what I mean? <sighs> like really, that's what it was. It was him and Betty Brant. That was that was his plot line in the second yeah. movie. I love and seeing so, Betty
1: Brant work, slowly working her way up the, um, yep. the
0: news media <laughs> chain. Yeah, I love progressing that they showed through yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. That, that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I th- I really think it was just it was just to give him something to do, you know, which yeah. I like because I like I like him as a character in general. So I'm glad he had more to do because like MJ was doing a bunch, and so it was mm-hmm. nice that he got to do something as well. Um, but you know, it, it, they could have you know obviously done it different ways, but uh, I think it still it still worked. But yeah, you know, yeah, it's.
1: it's just that it's just that cliche of like you know the girl and the friend have always got to somehow miraculously end up on the the same monument that the final action set piece is happening on yeah and we 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 get them to that point at the end and and i i get it was easy there to have them there for the wrap-up as well and all of that stuff is great in a vacuum but you know a little bit tropey but yeah, it's fine and we make fun and reference and acknowledge a lot of y tropes in this movie so like it it doesn't take me out of it at all
0: yeah uh so uh peter he comes up with a plan uh he convinces all the villains that, that uh, you know he can cure them you know and and so he does they go back to happy's apartment apparently happy stole uh a, a fabricator just happened to have this thing <sighs> in the apartment that, that was one thing i was like really they just happen to have this giant fabricator that can make pretty much anything in it i don't know how he got that fucking thing in his apartment in the first place there's no way that thing fit through his door <laughs> i don't know how he got that thing in there but uh maybe he how, fabricated maybe it maybe he did um or how he, he maybe <laughs> he was like dr strange oh let me use a portal you know <laughs> hook me up with a portal so I can get this thing in here.
1: Oh, If Doctor uh, Strange is your friend, you're totally asking him to move when you need yeah. to move.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely, man! Just sofas <laughs> falling through the ceiling. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I would uh, what, what I would do. Um, so Doc Ock is up first, and Peter fixes the burnout chip, and uh, he regains control of the arms. You know, and uh, he finally becomes you know the good guy which I liked because uh, he's one of my favorite characters in, in Spider-Man. What
1: do you mean, so... Josh? He was never the bad guy. What are you <laughs> saying right now?
0: Don't well, the, even joke. tentacles were the bad guy then.
1: They uh... were the real bad guy all along. <laughs> uh,
0: and, but then the goblin takes back over Norman, and uh, he convinces the rest of them to uh, to back out, and shit just goes down here. Uh, and Electro fucking takes an arc reactor. Which I thought was an awesome uh, kind of plot device for him. That he just I it gave I him this like essentially that. unlimited amount of power that he could yeah. he could use. Yeah.
1: I thought that was really gonna go like as soon as we saw in the trailer, it's like is that an art reactor on electro? I was like, they're not gonna do that. The fans will hit the fucking roof if they tie somebody else into Tony Stark Tech. But that whole element to the film, Excuse the Pun, Iron Man Two, but um <laughs> Palladium. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. that um that whole layer to um to, to the character worked really well. You know, the whole the energy feels different here and you've got this different technology here, you've got this different source of power here. Yeah. Um yeah, that stuff just slid in just so neatly to everything that was going on around it. It was hard to to, to have a problem. With, yeah. with that angle yeah But if you would have told me that on paper before i would have hated it
0: no i agree because i when i saw that he was like eyeballing the arc reactor i was like it's like really are they gonna really go that route but then it turns out it, i dug it I, I really liked how they how they did it uh, then we get this massive fight and uh most of the villains kind of take off and uh peter is left fighting goblin down in like the Essentially the basement. He just like drives him all the way down through the fucking apartment. This building. is
1: one of the best Spider-Man fights we've ever seen. Yeah. Fucking so uh, cool. Goblin
0: over here doing like wrestling moves and shit. Fucking, you like, know what I mean? Power like,
1: drops him or something through a yeah. fucking floor. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was awesome. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> this is so cool. Uh, but uh, yeah, they have this massive fight and it results in the death of Aunt May. Uh, I had a feeling this was coming because she gives the the iconic uh, uh with great power comes great responsibility line we finally got that line and I was like if they're giving this her this line finally I was like uh they're I feel like they're going to kill her now yeah that's, I, that's the thing that happens you know
1: I had the theory that it might at one point that she they might kill her because when there's all these rumors of oh you know this movie's going to end with Tom Holland going through a portal into like a different dimension. And he's going to leave the whole, his whole universe behind. Right. Oh. And, you know, and hence no way home and stuff. And, you know, sending him back to Sony and all of this stuff. And I was thinking that's all well and good, but there's no way there's a story reason that Peter Parker would ever leave Aunt May behind. Like he would take her with her. And if they if they're ever going to separate him, they would need to kill her. Yeah. But I didn't think they were going to do it. And then I thought, oh, maybe they are. But then I thought, oh, no, they're keeping this going. You know, oh, she's hurt. She's all right. And they dragged it out just that little bit extra longer for me to think, oh, she's going to be OK now. Yeah. And then they do it. <laughs> they yeah. did it. They did it. <laughs> they, fuck. And from yeah. this point on in the movie, my review could not be counted for anything because my eyes are filled with tears i am done for the rest of this movie even when i'm laughing i I sound like a hideous fucking (laughs) hyena creature because i'm just laughing through the tears and then i'm crying again through the laughter and it's just yeah it's so it's so well done it's it's really well done despite everything i just said
0: yeah they they destroy us with this scene and then, not long after, they try to pump us back up, and we get. Uh, we're at, is it? Ned's grandma's house? Is that where we are? I think it's yeah, his grandma or his mom. I don't yeah. know. and uh, him and MJ are just kind of they're waiting, and uh, he's just kind of fucking around with his hand, to, like he's like making hand movements, and they notice that it's you know sparking things, and so they decide let's try, and they open up port, and they find out he can open up the portals. And so they decide to try to find Peter. And they find Peter. But oh, it's not, yeah, they do. It is, but it's not there, Peter. Uh, first, we get Andrew Garfield in the suit, which I thought was fantastic. Uh,
1: How soon did you realize that this wasn't Tom Holland? Did you, was you aware straight I away? I didn't.
0: No, I, I did not. Um, I don't I think I was still like. <laughs> thinking about the aunt may stuff and well, so I, yeah of course so until he came in i was i, I didn't realize it was him
1: um, because we just see the alleyway right
0: yeah
1: and and we <laughs> and i'm i'm thinking oh okay they're doing they're doing this classic you know dick shot of he's gonna it's gonna be spider-man he's gonna be all depressed because aunt may just died he's throwing yeah. the suit in the trash can or something Yeah, yeah but and then the closer he comes in, I was like, oh, hang on, he he looks tall. I was like, we, you know, we're going Toby. We, Toby's going to come out, and then it, they don't open with Toby, and we we get we get Garfield. And I, I sure think that saying, was the
0: better route. I think it was actually better to go with Garfield, Garfield first. first. Yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't think we, I didn't think we was going to get both of them so close together. Oh, I yeah. thought they were going to spread them out. So that's a thing that we'll kind of touch on again, yeah. But yeah, bring Garfield in first. It, <laughs> I, it, love, Garfield I love I love Ned's nice grandma
0: pop. in this in this scene, because like they're doing stuff like he's shooting webs or whatever here and there, and she's like, "Clean up after yourself," essentially, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, it gave a good a good light humor moment after being devastated just you know moments prior. It's so well
1: handled. The back and forth between that throughout the movie is so well done.
0: Yeah, and then they try again, and we get Toby, and uh, we get Toby and Andrew together. This Toby in street clothes, which I thought was cool. They
1: so Toby comes through the portal, and straight away they have like a little, you know, like a little fight, and straight away. Toby, bear in mind at this point, Toby doesn't even know about the idea of a web shooter because he, it just hasn't, it's never occurred to him that that's the thing that needs to happen. Yeah. Because he doesn't have it, right? But in like three seconds of fighting Garfield, Spider Man, and God bless you, Garfield, I love you, you're the one. But Toby makes him into a fucking chump because straight away he clocks that fucking thing he's like pop webs it up straight away like Garfield um Toby's never fought another spider person in his life and he just was on the ball like this is the most experienced spider-man straight away out the gate this is the guy yeah and ah that that one moment just seeing the two spider-man yeah Oh yeah, that
0: was fantastic. Oh. Uh, what I loved about Toby's Spider-Man is that it felt like they were kind of giving us a taste of the Peter B Parker from Spider-Verse. It's,
1: yeah, very he's much. He's this
0: that. he's this older Spider-Man. Him and him and Mary Jane aren't together anymore. Like they talk about that and I'm like this is this it felt like them cuz they were sh- you giving us kind of teases about all kinds of stuff throughout marvel you know history and and whatnot so it felt to me like maybe they were kind of pointing us toward spider verse uh with with his characterization um and i thought that was really cool you know because
1: when i saw spider verse like there was no way Mm -hmm. like you could tell like it it had to have been an idea in the script at one point that they're like prime peter parker in that movie was supposed to basically be the Maguire Spider-Man because in all the little quick montages they do in Spider-Verse, like they've got the dancing, they've got the yeah. train moment, yep. like they've got all of that stuff in there and I always assumed that it was obvious that that was the intention and yeah. this movie, because based on like what are we into, like, we're like we're not we're not even quite into the third act really at this point when we're introducing these two, yeah. so this movie is now becoming like and it does become much more of a Spider-Verse movie than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. Like, even though you've got, like, so much stuff about Strange and MCU and, you know, other, like, Tangerial stuff, this it just really, overall, this just feels like this is live-action Spider-Verse. Yeah. As well as you could possibly do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think... I think it was done in a very, a very well thought out way because you can do a lot with animation that you can't do with with live action, and the things that they went with for the live action type of version of this, I thought they made a lot of good choices uh, here. So, uh, and then we finally they finally find Peter uh, and and all three of them meet one another, which I thought was cool. Um, they they do some yeah. great stuff there. <laughs> I know. I'm sure I'm out of order in some of this. There's a there's a line at one point when they're getting ready to go fight where uh, they refer to Toby as like a youth pastor, which I thought was yeah. hilarious.
1: Man, so, some of this stuff with the um the Spider Man referencing Spider Man, and by well, the time we've got like all three of them together and they really start like they're in full swing. Excuse yeah. the pun of like you know just like addressing all the stuff that's on the table and kind of like really getting into the stuff that they know we all want them to get into yeah and it's so earned it's so earned
0: and you talk you talked about earlier about uh you know toby not knowing what a web shooter is because his are built in and they talk about
1: this and they keep coming back to it, it...
0: <laughs> i love when uh i don't remember who i think it was was it andrew who's like does it come out of anywhere else <laughs> oh man that was hilarious to me like i i cracked up uh, when they when they did that line, it was... so
1: much of like because you were all like the spider on spider humor, right? Could mm-hmm. it could have easily have come off as like, "Oh, yeah. we're making fun of ourselves, we're poking fun at the shit movies," you know. But every joke, even even the ones that were like poking fun at like some of the stupider aspects of Spider Man, it all just felt like it just come from such a place of like love and yeah. respect for Spider-Man none of it felt like just too self-referential like we're just taking the piss out of ourselves it yeah. just really felt genuine and like all the Spider-Men w- were just loving and appreciating all the other Spider-Men there was no like yeah. one-upmanship even though they did throw some of those jabs in there
0: yeah and yeah but, but there there was a lot of uh the kind of like poking fun at themselves like like with the the natural shooters um uh, with the falling into things line from earlier and uh andrew's spider-man kind of like downing himself and calling him like the himself like the worst spider-man
1: yeah he they um and the other guys refer to him as like no you're amazing spider-man and, and yeah. all it like it should have not worked at all and where they uh, where garfield goes they're um delegating themselves for the jobs in the final battle, and Garth was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it. But yeah. his self-deprecation, just it didn't feel like they were making fun of it, because it was in line with his version of the character, and that is, that self-deprecation is definitely a big part of just Spider-Man in general. Yeah, So all of it just felt so natural, yeah. and I want, to cry. I want to cry. Yeah,
0: that's so good. Uh, so they, they devise a plan to cure all all the villains uh, at the Statue of Liberty, which is now apparently outfitted with a Captain America shield.
1: Yeah, which, which they get rid of by the end of this movie. Oh, yeah.
0: Which uh, it's coyly referenced in the most recent episode of Hawkeye when Yelena says she wants to visit the new and improved Statue of Liberty. Yes. You know, they don't obviously tell you exactly what that means, but there's – they tie things in from which I like that they tied yeah. things in from Hawkeye a little bit. Like I we might, even at, at the beginning of the movie in that opening scene, I didn't even talk about this, but you see at least two shots of Rogers' musical. Yeah. Two two different shots of the sign, which is something from Hawkeye, yeah. which I thought was I really might cool. be
1: wrong, but I think we've seen the the shield on the Statue of Liberty maybe once somewhere else between oh, endgame and this i might be wrong i might be wrong but i wonder it
0: it could have been like uh, i I honestly don't remember but the only place i could think might be like uh uh, falcon and winter soldier maybe
1: Uh, if it wasn't seen it was referenced maybe i I think there was something like oh they'd even redesign the statue of liberty (laughs) but they won't you know actually make some real changes maybe it was in the falcon speech or something i don't know yeah maybe
0: uh, I, could, I mean, I could see that, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I just, I thought that cause like, I remembered that specifically from Cause we had just done the Hawkeye review or like just last week. And uh, so like, I remembered uh, hearing her say that. And so I was like, oh, okay. Let's kinda, it's, it, We're, we're kind of getting, uh, we're filling in blanks here, which I like. Yeah, uh, so let me get better at that. Oh yeah. we get a huge battle that goes down between the three Spider-Men and Electro, Sandman, and the Lizard. A lot of a lot of good stuff going on here. We uh, we finally get to see what the actual scene looks like, where uh, Lizard gets kicked in the face. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Oh, Lizard gets punched!" And like my first thing was like, "Ah, he didn't get punched. He got kicked oh. in the face." And I I so wanted to like put that on Twitter. But I was like, "I don't want to spoil that." Nah.
1: Sure. <laughs> in, in the in the theater when that shot yeah. happened, and we had all three Spider Men swinging at the villains. I couldn't help it. it; just came. out. I was like,
0: "There it is! There it is!" <laughs> yeah, it was. It was great. And it was funny because, like, it was real quick. Like, it, like that that shot was real quick. So, well,
1: we spent so long, like, the last like six weeks, like, looking at it. You know, yeah. Of course, it was gonna feel quick.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I love just getting to see it. Um, we get uh, Andrew Garfield finally getting to uh, save. The, the, the Peter Parker love interest. He saves Mary Jane. I called that falls. moment. Yeah. I knew
1: well, from the trailer when you see MJ <laughs> falling, I called yeah. the moment of, he's going to save her. It's going to be emotionally brutal. He yeah. saves her. They don't stop to address it. They The other characters can just see. They look at him. They're like, are you all right? He's like, yeah. And just in that one word and the way that he says it, you just feel everything. Yeah. And it is so well done because they could have easily have just stopped the movie dead, excuse the pun, yeah. and been like, you know, had him like verbally addressed, like, oh, oh, I'm so glad that I saved her because, you know, I, I, I can That's sleep the thing. tonight. He got. <laughs> didn't need he, to do that. He,
0: he talked about it earlier, which was great. Yeah. So, like, we, we already had that setup for it, you know, because he, he talked about how he couldn't save. Gwen. Now that was like the thing that haunted him. But and they did that earlier before the fight started. So yeah. that when this happened, yeah, like you said, they didn't need to, to do all of that because they had already reminded and then everybody.
1: Just, you, and then you could just let the actors do the work. And you know, you've got these actors. You've got like, look at this cast, man. Like if you were to look at this cast in any other context, Garfield, Fox, D- Defoe, you know, Melina Zendaya, yeah, you know, like it's ridiculous. It ReZ fans, even, you know, yeah. these are not shabby performers, right? So, yeah, definitely let them do the work for you because they can and they do.
0: Oh, they totally do. Uh, so they managed to cure Sandman and Lizard. Uh, and I've seen some people online complaining because they reused footage from the res- their respective movies uh, in these, like the, the shot mm-hmm. where uh, Connors gets cured is a, is a literally taken from Amazing Spider-Man, and uh, the, there are a couple of shots with Sandman that are taken directly from uh, Spider-Man 3. But yeah. I'll be honest, I didn't even notice it. Uh, I
1: he- did. I mean, I, I just felt like they were just like, you know, they were just referencing those shots. I didn't feel like they were reusing them. And if they just. Well,
0: someone did a side by side and it's like, it's exactly like they they took those. Um, But then there are people who are like, it's probably because of COVID. They couldn't fly them in for because like, I think um, at least one of them was like living over in like London or something like that. And so like at that time they couldn't come in. And to get them to just come in for, like, one random scene for, like, to do that, it wouldn't be worth it. So it made, it made sense to me. But, again, I didn't notice it until somebody pointed it out, which means it didn't even affect my viewing well, experience. Well,
1: I knew they would be homaging the <laughs> shot from those respective moments. And also, I know that if they're going to be digitally recreating the actors to look like how they looked in those movies, then the shots they would be using as reference are the same fucking shots that they are using. Yeah. So you composite them together. It's going to look like the same shot anyway. Yeah. So I'm not going to, you're not going to find me complaining about that. I, yeah. maybe I did love that. They used the Tobey Maguire suit from Spider-Man one and not the one from Spider-Man two, but you don't see me complaining now, do you? <laughs> Let's not even go there, Josh.
0: Let it all out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I love them all. It's fine.
0: <laughs> uh, so then Doc Ock shows up and he helps them, uh, the the Spider Men, to uh, cure Electro. They have a, a bit of a back and forth there, uh, which I thought was was nice. Uh, Electro Garfield had some, stuff. yeah. Electro had some some damn good uh, stuff going on. Like Jamie Fox did a great job uh, and yeah. really redeemed that character. From, they from
1: really DC did, and three. I he kind of teetered at points, being like the weak link <laughs> of the movie earlier on, but they really bring it back. And when we get the stuff with him and Garfield, and Garfield's like, "No nah, man, you were special. I liked you before. You yeah. know, I I noticed you before you was this." And then Electro's like, "You know, I'm not going to lie, man. I really liked you. You helped poor people. You lived in Queens." I thought you were black.
0: Yeah, I love that. He's like, there's got to be a black Spider-Man
1: out there somewhere. And then he goes, there's got to be one out there somewhere, which is perfect. And, again, that mm-hmm. should have felt so ham-fisted, but it just it just flowed from, like, the dialogue and the interactions and where those characters' conversation would naturally go, yeah. you know, in that moment. And it, it's just beautiful. Yeah. And how the hell do you get a touch in – wrap up for max dylan who's like everyone's least favorite on screen spider-man villain and even it's that true. one i would say that that one was just as touching as like the sandman moment and that had the original danny elfman score playing if yeah. that doesn't get you <laughs> i don't know what you are
0: yeah exactly <laughs> uh so then uh ned inadvertently frees dr strange you know he's not happy About all this shit that's happened, (laughs) but then he sees, you know, what Peter has done, you know, that he's, he's managed to, to cure four, at least of the, of the five. Um, Yeah. Uh, And then goblin shows up. Yeah. And he's got, he's got the glider. He's wearing this outfit. That's very reminiscent of like the original goblin outfit, where he's like the purple and green and everything. Like uh, the old school where you like, The old school goblin, where he looked, his skin and shit was green.
1: Again, Um, if you would have told me on paper that the costume, the classic green goblin costume, would come from a slowly deteriorating hoodie, I would have said you was out of your mind. But it worked so well; it
0: was so good. (laughs) And I like when they show when you get when they showed it in the trailer, like that real quick shot of him flying by. I wondered if that's what they were gonna do because I was like the style of it reminded me of that but you couldn't really see the colors very well in that and i'm sure they did that on purpose but yeah. uh it made me wonder like i've been thinking that the whole time and then finally getting to see it it was it was pretty awesome uh, to see but uh before dr strange can uh you know hit that button because he's just gonna do it anyways because goblin's still out here they didn't get the chance to cure him so he's like "Ah, eh, you got four out of five not good enough i'm hitting this fucking button uh, Goblin uh, gets a, a, a pumpkin bomb stuck in that thing and blows that shit up <laughs> and it ruptures the multiversal barrier. <laughs> I'll Man, be honest just- I thought this was gonna happen earlier in the movie like when uh, I thought I thought the, the the spell like exploding essentially was what was gonna set everything off. You know, yeah. I didn't like I didn't see it happening the way it did originally. So I thought it was neat that we got two different instances where stuff happened. Thought
1: that we, was really cool. We get that moment in the trailer, right, where Doctor Strange is like, they're coming in, I can't stop them. And every, yeah. everyone just assumes that's the moment where the spider men come through, right? Yeah, yeah And yeah. obviously by the time we get to that point in the movie, we've already got those in full f- force in the movie. So I'm thinking ahead like so what does that moment mean in the trailer? And I was building myself up a little bit, a little bit. Did you, did I was, you catch? I thought Venom was coming in. I oh, thought we were yeah. going to get Venom. I thought when the, all the cracks started happening, I was like, this is the moment where Venom shows up and swings the battle one way or the other.
0: And that would have been interesting, yeah. Um, did, you, did you catch the silhouettes in, in I the I saw riffs? a rhino.
1: I saw a classic yeah. rhino. I saw a craven. Yep, and I saw um, maybe a scorpion or something.
0: I'm yeah, not sure. I saw a scorpion, and I also saw what I, at least to me, looked like Black Cat.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, and there was probably more, but it goes by so quickly that it's like I would need to freeze frame that to be able to fucking <laughs> look, at, look at everything to see what all. all I bet
1: happened. there's lo- I bet there's loads in there. Oh, I bet yeah. there's other Spider man in there. There's probably. Oh, you know, yeah. all sorts of um, silhouettes that we yeah. can go fishing for on, on whatever format it comes out, because you're not going to be a Disney oh, yeah. Plus.
0: Yeah, when I get that Blu-ray, I'm going to be freeze-framing the shit out of that. I'll say what. <laughs> I'll be freeze-framing, all right. <laughs> uh So then Peter takes on the Goblin, and in a rage, he almost kills him, uh, which I was like, I was, I thought maybe he was going to have like the doubt on his own and then something was gonna happen. But nah, man, if it wasn't for Toby, he would have legit murdered Goblin right there.
1: Did you think it was a little too far to have Holland be so ready to like wanna kill him after no. all the lessons he's learned throughout the movie? I don't
0: so- only because it's it's probably only been like an hour. Yeah, but maybe an hour. Maybe since, two, since Aunt May died in his arms.
1: Yes, but in the hours since, he's had two Spider-Mans from two different dimensions say that we went down dark paths, we went yeah. for revenge, and they told him all of that stuff. And, he's, and I get it. Oh, great. I get it's it. Great.
0: It's different when, like, okay, they can tell him all that stuff, but when he's face-to-face with the guy, yeah, sometimes that rage just takes over. You yeah. Know? So it, it felt believable to me. No, Though, wait, like, i i would have i would have believed if he had like hesitated also because of what you're I saying i was
1: on for i was on for it like i thought it tracked fine but i did find myself thinking oh is this going to be one of those things where fans are like pissed off that you know a spider man was like ready to like kill somebody on you know in on screen i just thought that maybe maybe they pushed it too much it wasn't for me but uh, nobody complained i thought it about was an it.
0: interesting dichotomy between what happened at the end of the last movie where everybody thinks he killed somebody but he didn't because at that point he would never do that to yeah. now where he's ready to murder somebody
1: yeah you know and like
0: i thought that was an interesting kind of
1: and he uh, spent the whole movie at this point like he's yeah. literally got a fucking button that he can just press and murder them all straight away. And yeah. he goes through much hardship and still doesn't press the button. So yeah. they earn it. And it, again, it, it ties back into all these Spiderman and it's not just, you know, black and white, there's nuance to it. And you, yeah. you you listen to what they say. You're looking at the actor and you yes. piece it. It's good. Yeah.
0: Uh, so uh, Toby steps in, he stops him from, st- from just like destroying him with the, with a glider i screamed and, uh, yeah and then goblins I thought they were gonna do him. it yep he stabs I, peter too as they call him uh and i yeah right there i was like you peter like won. i had to stop myself from screaming out loud in the theater i did <laughs>
1: i literally was like no I thought, that, I thought they were gonna logan this motherfucker and be like right you're the oldest one you're yeah. the legacy one, you're the one that we're going to do, you're definitely not going to come back, let's just, yeah. I thought like all the pieces were there for them to be like, we're going to kill him off for maximum impact output yeah. and they could have done and I would have been pissed I but I would have got it, you know, it would have been like Han Solo dying, yeah. you know it would have been like, okay, I'm annoyed on a personal level but also it makes sense for the character and you know, we can move on now, like but yeah, oh, they got me. I,
0: I didn't dude, they did. They, they, knew what they, do they, dude, they knew exactly what they were doing. <laughs> uh, so with the help of Peter three, uh, Peter one is able to cure Norman uh, and restore his sanity. So, Hey, we got a little bit of that. So that was good. You know, he finally, he was finally back to being normal and all that jazz, normal, Norman, normal, Norman. uh, Peter decides that uh, the only way he's going to fix everything is if no one can remember him. So he convinces Dr. Strange to recast the spell. That's the only way it's going to fix all the the rifts and everything is if nobody remembers him. Um, But here's the thing. I'm pretty sure Electro didn't know that he was Peter Parker. I'm almost positive.
1: In, no, I mean, he didn't. He, he didn't know he was. He thought he was black. You yeah. You don't know who he is.
0: So why did he come through? I, I have a theory about this, that Doctor Strange bungled this whole spell in the first place. I
1: mean, yeah, like, you could. He,
0: yeah. What he thought was happening isn't what was happening. Like his whole thing was like, oh, you know, it, it's pulling through all the people who know, you know, Peter Parker and Spider- is Spider-Man and all this stuff. I don't think that's true because we also see... I mean, I'm, I'm jumping way ahead, but the end credit or the mid credit with, with Venom, they don't fucking know who he is. So there's no reason why he should have gotten pulled through. I think Doctor Strange did more damage than he realizes. Uh, so Yeah. But, yeah. Well, um, I
1: think we, yeah he's going to find out some stuff and it seems like you're very much correct.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Strange creates a new spell and everyone, and I mean... Everyone loses all memories of Peter Parker uh, as if he was never born. Um, it's 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 heartbreaking to think about it. You know what I mean? Because like he's created. You know, everybody remembers Spider Man. They all know, you know Spider Man's a thing. You know, Spider Man helped the Avengers uh, and all this other stuff. I mean,
1: he's still got but, like a birth certificate, right? He still like exists. Yeah, yeah. On paper, I, I, as he a person, exists. as Peter yeah. Parker.
0: It's just nobody remembers him. Yeah. So like, that's why, uh, we see at the very end, he's got like a GED. So like he couldn't, I don't think he could go back to high school, even though he's probably still in their records, but nobody would know who he is. Not even like the principal, you know what I mean? I think none of the teachers would know who he is. So I think that's why he doesn't even try to, to do any of that. But, um, he, you know, he says his goodbyes to MJ and to Ned and all this. And, uh, I it it broke my heart just to cuz I was still I was still emotional from the Aunt May stuff, you know. Yeah, and and, and fucking this, I'm just like, come on. And we get the to the end where he's you know, it's I don't know how much time had passed. I, I think it said, but I don't remember exactly how much time it passed. Yeah, it's been, but he, I think it's been he, like six weeks or something. He goes off looking for MJ and, and he he finds her at the cafe and he uh he he's ready to try to convince her to remind her of, of who he is and, and, and all this stuff. And uh, my assumption is he, he's hoping that maybe there'll be some sort of lingering memory, you know?
1: Yeah. But, you, you, yeah. you can tell somebody that they're not going to remember, like, but for, to a non-magical person to actually actualize that in somebody that you've obviously got such a personal connection with is probably a weird thing to comprehend. Yeah. You know, even in the MCU. Yeah. And, yeah, he's probably hoping for something. He sees that there's absolutely nothing. And then he also sees, like, she's still got, like, the, the scars on her head and stuff. And I, you can just see him make that decision internally of, like, yeah, this is the right thing to do. Yeah. Even though she said to him earlier on in the movie, don't make those decisions for us. Yeah. He he. That's <clears throat> the responsibility part, right? He's got mm-hmm. to decide to take to make those decisions on behalf of other people so that they don't have to. And that includes carrying pain, maybe guilt that comes with that, but yeah. that's him and not for them because they're happy and they're living. And it's, yeah. oh man, it's, it's so brutal. <laughs>
0: yeah. and, and he finds out, you know, they, they both got into MIT. So like yeah. everything he did, it, you know, it seemed to have worked. Um, obviously this vice ch- this vice chancellor re- would remember Spider-Man and being like, Hey, give them another shot, you know, uh, you know, cause that's how must've gone, you know, cause they, so. they had already been denied. So like, she, you know, they gave them another shot and so now they're, they're going to go to MIT, which is great. But, uh, and obviously he's going to try to go there as well. You know, that's why I think he's going to take the GED and try to get his way there uh, as well. So Um, they could
1: establish that moving forward. Like, so if he goes, if he goes to MIT as well, then we get a whole college trilogy in MIT. And then we get to like meet MJ and Ned through Parker's eyes, like for the first time again in potentially much more like traditional kind of Spider-Man setup, you know, without the Iron Man stuff and all of that other stuff tying into it. Yeah. And just secret identity from the outset, friend, love interest, college, and just a nice classic Spider-Man, which is a weird to think that this trilogy would ever be able to get to a point where that was an option considering how, you know, outside of the box, it, we kind of came into this new set of Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Uh, we get there.
0: Yeah. Uh, so then we get uh, right at the end. Peter is visiting May's grave, and uh, he runs into Happy, who shows up. Obviously, Happy does not remember him at all, which is – that's fucked me up. Yeah, man. Because Happy what? was such a big part. Of his yeah. life as Spider Man here, and from what we have seen uh, of that part, and him not having any idea who he is. And yeah, it was this hard. It got
1: me because at first the scene is like they're both just standing there looking at the gravestone, like separately, but you know, like they're standing next to each other. And yeah. I just, it didn't occur to me that anything was weird or messed up with the situation. Yeah. And then when they turn to each other, he's like, Oh, how did you know her? Yeah. And he goes through Spider Man. He goes, Oh, what is it? And I was like, "Wait, why are they having this club?" Ah, and then it it took me like those few seconds to realize it. Yeah, these guys just don't know each other, and they both just know Spider Man, and that's the, the thing. And mm-hmm. just, I think having that feeling is like the same feeling that Peter got when he had that realization that like this is actually, this is actually happening. Like this, they don't remember me, yeah. and I feel like inadvertently, I to experience that a little bit so yeah. that was brutal yeah it was
0: all brutal yeah man that whole third act was, brutal. <laughs> was fucking brutal <laughs> don't me live it yeah uh but then we see that he's you know he's made a new suit you know he's got aunt may's sewing machine and everything uh and he's studying for his GED, and that's kind of where we leave off uh spider-man but then we get some some credit scenes which are which are good stuff we get mid-credit with uh, uh eddie brock at a bar and they're just kind of drinking and he's, he, he's it's getting the the bartender to like tell him what the fuck is going on because and he, he yeah. still doesn't understand it. Um, and I'm then conflicted
1: on this stuff, but they yeah. wind up
0: getting sucked back to their own universe, but a small piece of symbiote is left behind, yeah. So like Venom can now be in the MCU. Because but the symbiote is there,
1: it may or may not be Tom Hardy. They could go either way with it if yeah. they wanted to. It could be a Tom yeah. Hardy variant, or it could be a much more traditional, you know, somebody who's an Eddie Brock who's the same age as Parker, who's at, the, who's at MIT as well. And they could do a they more could, standard They could go, Eddie Brock they could go story. the Flash
0: Thompson route that they've done they, in the comics if they want to. I,
1: I, I love that run of, and I love that version of Venom. There is no way in my mind that I can envision the Tony Revolori version of Venom. Yeah. Like I can't with that, with that blonde hair. That's just I think happening.
0: he needs to like, get serious. He needs to go like, cause like agent Venom, he was in the military. Like that yeah. version of Flash Thompson went through the military. That's just
1: not happening with this version at all.
0: I think it would be neat if that did happen. And then, like, down the road, he could, like, join the Thunderbolts or some shit, because, like, that's a big part. Like, that could be neat, but, yeah, I don't know. If they could
1: really sell that character's arc to go from where he is now with, like, blonde, stupid hair, making a book, which some of that stuff is really making me laugh, and it shouldn't have done. But I don't see it happening. I think they might – maybe we'll get, like, the Matt Gargan version of Venom. Mm -hmm. That might be the MCU one. So maybe J. Jonah – they might even just skip the, the the scorpion part and just go Matt Gargan, yeah. Venom. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was a little bit let down because you know we got set up for Venom in Spider Man from Venom Two. Yeah, and this is what we get. It yeah. was a, and it was just a played off as a joke. And the only the only weird.
0: purpose for the those two end credits for those two credit scenes, the one in Venom Two and this one, is just to put the symbiote into the MCU, and that's it. And it it bummed me out because when I watched Venom two, I was like, "Sweet, you no, know, we're gonna get to see the the Tom Hardy Venom kind of g- interact with Tom Holland's Spider Man. It's gonna be awesome." Yeah. And we never even get any of that. He's just in a bar the whole time. No.
1: And Sony's um, still gonna own Venom, right? So if even yeah. if Marvel wanted to, even if they wanted to have some kind of symbiote storyline in the MCU, they would. St- it would still have to be a Sony co production. Yeah, probably. and also yeah. this now disregards any of the comic book stuff that we get of the um how the symbiotes tie into like the gods and and Thor and rag um not Ragnarok the um Love and Thunder and mm. the Gore the God Butcher I don't know if that, I don't know how deep you are with the comic book stuff Josh,
0: but... I mean some like I know some of those references yeah <laughs> so uh, the the one thing that I wonder yeah. now that this piece of Symbiote is there. Do you think that maybe it will because it's all a hive mind do you think that it maybe it will connect to this universe's hive mind and then essentially attract more symbiotes to earth
1: I mean yeah they kind of set that you stuff know up a little bit even And then, then it too. could still
0: do all that stuff that you're talking about be tied into all this other kind of space type stuff
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just like if that's the only one because it's the the impression I get from that scene is like there's no symbiote in this universe, and that's the one piece of it that's going to be around is because Tom Hardy left it behind. That's not what they say. So it's not to
0: say that there's, I mean, I just take it as there's no symbiote. I just take it as there's no symbiote on Earth currently. Yeah. They could could be floating around in space or wherever. Um, but i just haven't that... made
1: it here and him coming here is just fast-tracked it yeah no i can see that it just for some reason to me it just led it just led us like there's going to be like one piece of symbiote thing in this universe that's just a remnant of you know that that one scene that happened and yeah you know, we'll see how that develops, if at all, in the future.
0: I mean, it, it better develop somehow. That's all I'm saying. Again, <laughs> I'll be so, I'll I be would so hope
1: so. That. But then I thought that yeah. the, the Venom 2 post-credit scene is going to d- develop into more yeah. than just another post-credit scene. That is the first time we've had a post-credit scene for a post-credit scene. Yeah. And that's all it is. And it's yep. like where is that going? Because it's not like a Thanos infinity stone situation where that's just going to keep snowballing into a bigger and bigger thing. That's just a two, like a a, a one, two punch of post credit scenes that I don't know where that goes. So I was a little bit let down for that as a post credit scene. And plus the other one was just a trailer,
0: which is cool. Yeah. I liked it, but yeah, it was, it was just a trailer for the Dr. Strange uh, multiverse of madness I'm not 100% sure what's going on in this thing, but I got some theories. Um, we do see what I'm assuming is Dark Doctor Strange in what, this trailer. What if,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's what it, it, it looks like to, to me. Um, and here's, my, here's what I'm thinking. Since he doesn't remember Peter, he, do, he wouldn't remember why he cast that spell in the first place. And Doctor Strange being Doctor Strange would want to know. He would be like, why did I do this?
1: It's like, what's this deleted entry from my browser history? Like, I need to know what that is.
0: And I think maybe he taps into some stuff and fucks some shit up in the multiverse because he's... Do you
1: think he tries to find out what he forgot and then accidentally walks into... starts exploring the multiverse and then sees the other dark. Doctor Strange.
0: Yeah, I, and, I think I think he causes. I think he causes some problems trying to because that's Doctor Strange doesn't stop until he gets his answers. No, and he, I
1: mean? which means he's going to fuck up a lot more before he can like ever become the Sorcerer Supreme. Like he's just going to keep going down this hole for a little while longer before he kind of fills it yeah. all back in and and tucks it away. Yeah, which is exciting stuff. It, it is exciting stuff. And was it that Shuma Gorath we see in that Doctor Strange trailer? Because it might be.
0: I think so. Yeah. It I mean... looks
1: like Shuma to me. Yeah. I'm not my expert on tentacle one- one-eyed <laughs> I, monsters. I
0: don't know who the hell else it would be. Um. <laughs> I mean, if there's
1: two guys walking around that fit that description, then fuck yeah. how unlucky.
0: Yeah, that would not be good at all. <laughs> but uh yeah, I, I'm ex- I'm excited for that movie. It comes in what, like five months, like it's, May, I think. Um...
1: Right? yeah it's not it's not long and yeah. you know sam Raimi directing i'm really excited for that that trailer doesn't give you much yeah. and i don't yeah. know if i want the the trailers to give as much but if that's just like you know the tone of it then yeah yeah i'm I'm all about it it
0: was but, n- it was it was great seeing wanda again because i mean yeah. we haven't seen her for a while since that was the beginning of of the year that we yeah. got to see her and i
1: would have been fine with that as a post-credit scene just strange and Wanda talking mm-hmm. Something yeah. like that, you know. But we we yeah. we get we you know we a, it's like the yeah, whole a whole trailer, like a minute and a, a half.
0: I, we got a lot more than I was expecting. I was like, oh sweet, it's gonna be something to tie into Doctor Strange, and then it's like it kept going. I was like, this isn't a scene. This is like a trailer, and it yeah. kept going. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I'll, I mean, I'll enjoy the shit out of this, but okay. Yeah. Um, and
1: Baron Mordo with a new look.
0: Yeah. He's like you know what I despise.
1: All use of magic and sorcerers in this universe, and I will devote my life to killing them. But also, I'm going to grow out some sick dreads.
0: Yeah, hell yeah! Fuck
1: <laughs> uh, it, so, do what you do.
0: That that is that is the movie. Uh, that is everything. Um, I had something that uh, I wanted to kind of bring up to you um, as a theory that I've, I've seen a lot of other people kind of kind of bounce this around as well, but. I mentioned how I think Dr. Strange had kind of fumbled the spell in the first place uh, and, and was kind of letting characters in that according to him shouldn't have been here. Uh, so what if, as he's kind of reversing this spell, he screws it up again. Cause I mean, it seems like that's kind of his pattern. Uh, and he sends some of them to the wrong universes right and this is how we get venom and an andrew garfield spider-man in the same universe
1: i mean i mean yeah i mean i've always been on the train that they could have already been anyway but if Mm -hmm. they wasn't then yeah you could totally do that you could use that as the impetus for any number of stories it could be you know Hell, maybe you've got like a Maguire, old man Maguire movie, you know, with yeah. some other characters that aren't traditionally associated with that universe. Um, so, yeah, I- I'd yeah. be about it. Um, I don't know how deep Sony is willing to, to like ride this train. I guess it depends on yeah. how well this movie does. But this is the third highest grossing opening of all time. it may wind up it it may wind up
0: being the second because right now it's estimated at 253 i think it only needs like 257 or 258 to jump to number two
1: and doing that in pandemic times like this isn't just like the over like the overall third or second best in a pandemic this is overall so that's insane how well would this movie have done otherwise and how well is this movie going to you know, this is going to have legs, man. I mean, we've we got nothing oh, yeah. else really going on until, you know, February. So this movie could do serious money. And then maybe they yeah. do look at this stuff and, like, is it worth, like, we've got Tom Hardy on board. He seems to really love that character. So yeah. it's not like we've got to, like, overpay him through the Wazoo's to get that going. We've got that special effects team on board. You know, now you know, Garfield's on board. He's not, you know, he, he might win Oscars or get nominated, but he's not exactly the top 10 highest grossing paid actors of all time, you know. Yeah, it maybe it's something that we can start looking at. I would be first in line to see that stuff. I've been preaching on the um, the Garfield train for since Garfield was Spider Man, I was the dude running this page on Facebook trying to get Garfield to stay as Spider Man in the mcu it yeah. didn't work everyone <laughs> but who's laughing now yeah who's laughing now yeah
0: i loved him <sighs> as a uh, as spider-man i thought he was He's the thought, best yeah i thought he was and great.
1: he proved it in this movie and i'll, I'll yeah. yeah give me more of that give me an a logan-esque old man garfield spider-man movie yeah you know we can get like three different batman movies kind <laughs> of like in different universes all going shit, if, on if
0: dc can have like different batman movies and shit coming around why not you know you got this robert pattinson batman movie but then you got the flash movie that's got the ben affleck batman and the yeah. michael keaton batman why the hell not have multiple and spider-man like, and then you've got like a
1: separate batwoman and a batgirl and a mm-hmm. and you know lego batman there's like there is yeah. room for all of this stuff yeah and Oversaturation is only a thing when you oversaturate us with shit. If you make it good, it won't be oversaturated.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Learn studios who are clearly listening. Yeah, right. So uh,
0: we talked a little bit about um, you know Venom and whatnot. We've got another movie coming. In that Venom universe, or at least we assume that's it's the Venom universe with Morbius next month. What are your thoughts? This is
1: where things get complicated. Yeah.
0: How is this supposed to be connected? They reference Venom, but they also show a poster of Spider Man that's spray painted with the word murderer on it. So, how is this from
1: MCU? But then also, we see Michael Keaton. Yeah, but also it's the Daily Bugle font, I believe, from the Raimi Spider-Man movie, and I
0: think it's the Oscorp from the Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man.
1: They, I don't know if this is just like they're just cherry picking, or they've yeah. just already got that logo or that thing, and all this stuff like, and yeah. they're just doing it lazy. But with how this movie has come together, and you know, some of the things that we're starting to see, like shit, there might be some really good stuff going on behind the scenes. Of Spider Man now, like I'm left no way home, really excited and optimistic for the future of Spider Man on screen, which I've not felt for a long time. Yeah, like so, they clearly know what they're doing for it to not be a mistake. But then, if Michael Keaton's in the MCU, but Venom is not, but Michael Keaton's talking to Morbius, and then Morbius is referencing Venom, like the rules were. Kind of skewed, and even more so now going into this.
0: Yeah, I thought I, mean, I was, was kind of I was hoping to have clarity going into Morbius. I thought maybe it would, I'd I'd have some answers or at least some theories as to how yeah. it would at least work. But now I'm like, I I don't I don't know how this. Well, is look, I thought, work.
1: well, before No Way Home come out, I assumed that the, the logic was okay. We're seeing all this stuff in the Morbius trailer. We haven't seen No Way Home yet. So Spider-Man No Way Home must end with some kind of like universe merging status quo that we were going to then roll with going forwards. Yeah. But we've not. That's not what we've done. We've just isolated Spider-Man and nothing else is referenced or presumably, you know, in the same universe.
0: Yeah.
1: And now we have kind of open questions again.
0: Morbius could just be a completely own separate universe, really. I mean, it, yeah,
1: and it just happens to be a universe where Spider Man was accused of murder, and also there was a Venom in San Francisco, and yeah. there's a Michael Keaton vulture, and you know, yeah. it's just slightly different in some other way because it has yeah. a Morbius, I guess, is the way that that version is different, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, which is a bit of a letdown, but I mean, that's as fine an explanation as any, and I wouldn't. Here's
0: another thing I wonder. Because Venom is in San Francisco and Spider-Man is in New York, who's to say Spider-Man doesn't exist in that universe? Maybe just the yeah. Avengers don't exist, but yeah. Spider-Man, might. he's doing his own neighborhood, small town stuff.
1: Which is why I thought that Garfield There'd be no could way, be the yeah. Spider-Man in the Venom universe. That,
0: they, could, that be, could yeah,
1: They could easily could the... just tie it that way. And if if we get Spider Man if we get Garfield as because everyone's on the internet is clamoring for more Garfield Spider-Man, which I never thought I would see. I thought yeah. like, coming out of this movie, I thought everyone was just gonna be like Spider-Man 4, um, Toby Maguire, Toby Maguire. But yeah. it seems to be that the, the general chatter is on Garfield. So if that if there's a time to announce that Garfield is gonna be in Morbius and in Venom 3 that wouldn't be the worst thing in the universe. Yeah. And I think people would roll with that quite handily, but yeah. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think it's like what you said, and it's just another version that we just haven't seen and probably won't even be addressed really in the movie. Yeah, But hope, hoping for more, always hoping yeah. for more,
0: like yeah. me on Night. I guess we'll have to see. Uh, all right. Uh you have any last thoughts that you want to give before we wrap up here?
1: Nah, man, I just can't wait to see this thing again. Um, Like I said a minute ago, I'm so excited now for the future of Spider-Man. The potential and the possibilities is so crazy now. And you know there's going to be references to this movie in Spider-Verse 2 when they get to that. Like, they reference Miles in this movie. They're going to throw some stuff the other way, I think, from Spider-Verse
0: 2. Do you think they would show a live-action shot in that movie? I think we, so like maybe he pops into a universe and it's like in the middle of like the, the, the Statue of Liberty fight. And then he pops back out through a yeah,
1: portal. I, there could very well be a shot in Spider-Verse where um, Miles is like in his bedroom and like a portal starts opening. And he just looks and he's just like, nope. You know, <laughs> it's like you see Ned opening the portal or something on the other side. They could do something like that. I don't know if they will. They have said that Spider-Verse 2 is going to, like, go across many different versions of spider Man and in yeah. all the different appropriate styles. They did say animation styles, but, you know, they're keeping some stuff in their, in their hat. Yeah. Um. At the very least, we will have the voice of one of the live-action Spider-Men, I think, at least we'll have a voice of them, as an animated version of them themselves in the movie. But I think a live action cameo is very much on the table.
0: I think that'd be awesome.
1: (laughs) And you can, you can go further down that road. You can have more like spider verse, like event movies that happen as we progress and have more, and more spider characters, both live action and animated. You can do more small scale, you know, spider-man movies or black cats and silver sables and cravens and they and i don't know i no longer have the 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 feeling of oh it's by it's sony it's going to be shit i don't that's not necessarily the case now so i feel so hopeful moving forward for spider-man and the potential and they might actually realize some of that potential is the most exciting thing
0: yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely something to look forward to. So, uh, But, yeah, this has uh, been Oh, What a Marvel. Dean, let everybody know where they can find you on the internet.
1: You can find me at DeanLewis2099 on Twitter, I'm not tweeting for the last nearly two hours because we have gone hard on this show, everyone. You yeah, are we so did. welcome. And <laughs> I probably won't tweet that much anyway, but follow me anyway because sometimes it's worth it.
0: That's right. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at J.P. rainer. That's J-P-R-A-Y-N-O-R. And, of course, follow us right here on uh, Merc with Movie Blog at Movie Blog Merck on Twitter, uh, as well as uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Check us out on all of those. Everywhere. That's right, folks. So uh, thanks again for joining us. And uh, if you haven't seen Spider-Man, I don't know why you watched this for two hours, but uh, go see it. And if you have seen it, go see it again because it's it's worth it. All right, catch you guys next time.